It's a sensitive, delicate deal dragging brand new songs out of the sky. Trading ideas, accepting some, storing others in the maybe later bag, moving on and along with hardly a plan. During the Zep years, I never imagined a full-scale album project without the other guys, and even less the idea of new writing partners. But then, since 1981, I've enjoyed many amazing, exciting musicians in the sharing, in the writing, in production and engineering. Men and women who encouraged and enlightened, introducing me to crazy curves I could never have imagined. For this podcast, I'm going to be picking out some songs from here and there along the way, mixing constant shifts in sound and intention from across this long, old time. There's a story in all of them. I'm Robert Plant, and this is Digging Deep. Hello, and welcome to another episode in this series of Digging Deep with Robert Plant. My name is Matt Everett. I'm your host, and I get the pleasure and honour of sitting down with Robert Plant to talk about some of the music he's created in his career thus far. From the very beginnings, so songs which pay tribute to his earliest influences, to globe-straddling hits, uh, underground gems, B-sides, A-sides, lost recordings and rarities, new songs, collaborations. You know how this works now. You've listened to a couple of episodes. If you haven't, you'll pick it up pretty quickly. This week we've got a collaboration. A collaboration that started, well, it, it started in August 1968. But this collaboration ended in 1980 with the end of Led Zeppelin. But in October 1994, Robert and guitarist Jimmy Page recorded a 90-minute show for MTV called Unleaded. Now, it was recorded in Morocco and Wales and London and featured Zepp songs, but the approach was more acoustic, uh, more anchored in folk and blues and world music, kind of key parts of the Led Zeppelin DNA anyway. Now, that show became an album called No Quarter. And then four years later, 1998, came an album called Walking Into Clarksdale. Now, this was an album of new songs recorded by Page and Plant. Uh, it was recorded and mixed by Steve Albini, the producer famed for his work with Pixies and Nirvana. And the record worked. It worked really well. And this week, we're going to talk about a song from it, a song called Please Read the Letter, which actually Robert Plant and Alison Krauss would record in 2007 on their Raising Sand album, which would go on to win Record of the Year at the 2009 Grammy Awards. So lots to talk about. But actually, we thought we'd start on touring because Robert and Alison Krauss are undertaking some live shows in 2022. So I thought I'd kick off with asking about Robert's life on the road. As someone that knows how to do this now, what's your touring mindset? How do you, what's like an average day? Like, okay, I know this is what I need to do to, to enjoy it, need to do to make space to kind of make it a creative thing. Hmm. Well, the first thing that I do with the touring with Alison, um, when I, I've got rehearsing to do to learn how to sing in that style again, and that's quite serious, so it'll be a few days of just she and I and Stuart Duncan with an acoustic guitar in a room learning the parts properly so I don't stray too much and go into baby, baby, <laughs> get away from all that quickly. So, <laughs> regimented, nine to five, drill it in. Yeah, and then we can take off from there once we've right. got that right. But the first thing I will do even before I knock on her door is I'll go to a bookstore and buy a large... Rand McNally map of the United States 
state by state for people who can't read. So it's almost as big as a suitcase. And I should prepare the journeys. Okay, right. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, I can tell you that the Tennessee border is just a little way north of Nashville, which mm. is where we'll start working. And then you go into South Kentucky. And if you go toward Louisville, um, just up there are the Mammoth Caves, which is the deepest fissure available to the human access in the whole of the Americas. So I know very well how to get there. There's a lot of cheesy burger joints in the middle of nowhere. But those sort of things, I've seen translucent fish, you know, 600 feet below the surface, just swimming. And there's no color in them, nothing. It's just, so that's my preparation is, what, what do I want to see? What am I going to really get into, you know? Right. Uh, but the rest of it, going to bed, getting up and all that, I don't care about that now anymore. I'll shower occasionally. <laughs> but that's it. You know, I'm just up for the adventure. Um, and I'll probably be mostly by myself. Um, I, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Because it's not what everybody wants to do. And, and in these circumstances, Alison has her own forte of how she wants to travel. And I... Uh, because these guys, they spent all their time in their home country traveling. So, I mean, in the band of joy with Buddy and Patty, uh, we used to travel on a bus, and I'd be getting so excited when we went into Montana, and everybody else would be going, yeah. <laughs> oh, Maybe we are again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. And the rest of it is, um, well, we'll see what the tempo's like and how how the momentum of it builds. I think it's going to be very exciting because the players are great and we know how good they are. But in the middle of it all, um, J.D. McPherson's playing guitar and he's he's coming from another angle a little bit, from that rockabilly side of things and all that. And it's good that he's coming from a different place. So it can get quite, I think it's going to get quite expressive in a different way, which is going to be good. And we can hang out together talking about Gene Vincent's last gig ever and the fact that he married somebody from Bedford what? in England. Yeah, and all that <laughs> stuff that only rockabilly people get into. So it's going to be great. Going back to the maps, have you ever got lost? Has it ever been like, oh, he's the sound checks, like it's going to be Alpha 6 and Robert's down a cave somewhere. We don't, well, actually, we don't know where he is. Because like, <laughs> well, the kind of schedule of touring isn't always necessarily conducive to the like oh i'm gonna go off and see that forest. well sound checks are quite a phenomenon aren't they i didn't even know about them for about the first <laughs> 20 years of my time as a singer but now i know that it needs to be spot on and um <laughs> but have i ever got lost yeah i mean i'm lost now and I, I, right now i <laughs> don't know what's you gonna you know happen. what i mean you know yeah what no I but mean, i mean yeah. truly yeah i mean there's approaching cities now in anywhere you have so many other things to contend with, but at least we've got GPS and stuff like that now, which can tell you the lies as much as the map can, especially when you're trying to read the map. I've traveled a lot with my manager, Nicola Powell, and she used to read the maps fastidiously. So she would tell me that in seven tenths of a mile, we take a sign that says somewhere we've never even heard of and that ends up as a dead end somewhere <laughs> in the middle of a the woods with a bunch of beavers running around and around in circles but you take advantage of what you can <laughs>
track this week's song is please read the letter and this is the version on walking into clarksdale so actually myths to dispel that that whole record each track was a complete take just all done together wallop like that which is pretty rare Hmm. or has been rare for quite a long time is that was that actually how it was done i don't know i can't remember (laughs) now i'm not trying to be smug but i i don't know it was a it was a real experiment because (laughs) Um, the previous record that I was working with Jimmy was a real just it was a sketch rather than a and and we we know that these things are they are all these things really part of a career or are they just being someone when you get to a certain point can you just exercise your whim and that's the previous record Unleaded No Quarter was exactly that and it was better for it so we could record in in an old palace place in Morocco and that was the track or in the middle of the Dejma in Marrakesh where we recorded um, Yalla and so that was on the fly mostly Um, and walking into Clarksdale was really an attempt to say okay let's make a studio record now and uh, we had great artillery because Michael Lee and Charlie Jones were incredible so we cut these tracks, which are really, really, really great mood to them all. Really, really good. And yeah, I mean, Steve Albini was the engineer and he came with his story. And so when he had got a hold of us two old boys, <laughs> he was going to make the most sort of the Albini record that he wanted to make. And um, I can't say that it suited me that much at all. What, the methods or the sound? The whole deal. Mm. Right. Mm. But for what it is, and I'm not. this is not a compromise, I think it's really crucial because it allowed Jimmy Page and myself to just get rid of the mantle and the cloak of Zeppelin and just go off. And so there are tracks there and presence within those songs and performances that are as good as anything came in the early 70s but it's in a different light so perspective is different you know you look at it differently you go oh well and then they and then they did that that's how I see it and yet there are moments in it within those songs that are you know when the world was young and most high great heart in your hand they're great pieces of uh, music but um well so more it was like like okay if 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 the expectation of you want some of the some of the the rawness of the guitars, we'll do that, and then that's done, and then no, I don't think so. I just think what it was mean? just this is what it is today, right? You know, because it's it's aged, it stands up that record. Oh yeah, because it it's, never got what it whatever it was, and I, I yeah. don't know. I must try and get a hold of Jimmy and ask him what it was from his viewpoint, because, um, but you know, Most High was a great track. We were lucky to get our friends from Transglobal Underground to help, you know, to create a lyric and a song and a, something you could nail to the wall today and say it's as equally as relevant as a, as a comment, if you like. Once I stood beside the world, my heart 
So please read the letter in the middle of it all was a mm. bit of a throwaway at the time and it sounded like it didn't have a place to live. And here on the carpet, I here in this very room, um, I had a cassette multi-track, eight-track cassette thing. It was that time. I remember those. Yeah, because I could carry it anywhere and I'd put it up there and I just sat here and worked on it. And, and um, it went from being a non-starter to being where it is on the record. But also it had legs and, and the legs, if you, it's like, that's the thing about the whole project thing with, with Alison and T-Bone Burnett is that you bring these songs to the table and they trans, there's a mm. transfiguration, you know. And um, so please read the letter. Really doesn't, it's taken from that recording, but which is quite neat because it's raw and it becomes this other thing, you know. Did you always think like, I, that, that's, was it always penciled in your mind as like, I, I think that song could, yeah. could be something else? Well, yeah, they all could. That's the thing, I you guess know. So. We used to do a, a, in the band of Joy with Patty Griffin and, uh, and those glorious days, we used to do a version of Houses of the Holy, which was like a country song. Mm. And it was great, you know, because there it is. Um, so yeah, it, it just had, it just became something else later on. But I like the way it sounds on Walking Into Clarksdale. I think it's one of your, and we've talked about this before, about a lot of really, really early rock and roll or, or rockabilly. There's a real simplicity to the lyrics, but because they're so simple, yeah. they're, they're obviously infused with whatever the writer was, but you, it's, you put yourself on it mm. a lot easier than, than a particularly yeah. complex lyric. And it's, it, it reads like a 50s lyric it's it does and it's also related really to all the king's horses <laughs> my house is full of charms and rings and pretty birds or whatever it is but i'm off <laughs> you know so you know that's all very well but it's a little bit too stately thank you very much so yeah it was it worked and um yeah i think that's the thing about songs is that they they don't always they never actually have to stay the way they were no. You know, the, th the thing about schmooze, contrarily, is that you can hear Ella Fitzgerald doing Hard Day's Night and you know it doesn't work, mm. no matter how great the song is or the singer, because they have, they, there's only so far you can go with something that's an anthem like that, you know. Um, but in this case, it's got legs. And, and the adventures that I have in Britain with Saving Grace, my friends, we do a totally different version of it there too. Please read my letter. 
That was this week's episode of Digging Deep with Robert Plant. You've just heard Please Read the Letter by Robert Plant and Jimmy Page, the version by Page and Plant. You may be familiar with the version by Alison Krauss and Robert Plant that featured on their collaboration album. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to hit subscribe so you get the next episode. And don't forget, you can hear previous episodes on your podcast provider. There's some brilliant shows there. And if you're listening to this show in 2022, don't forget... Alison and Robert Plant are playing live, so you can see them touring extensively through the US, UK and Europe from June through to September. Go to robertplant.com, click on Tours and Tickets, and you can get all the information you need about the gigs, uh, concerts and festival appearances as well. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. I've been Matt Everett. See you soon. Thanks very much for listening. This has been a Cup and Nuzzle production. Alexa, play Please Read the Letter by Robert Plant and Jimmy Page.